Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about what people believe. Some people believe what they see, but in truth, I think the opposite is true. Most people see what they believe. Nowhere is that more true than in the political landscape. If you believe the President of the United States should be removed from office, you'll see the evidence that supports your point of view. If you believe he's innocent and was duly elected and he's doing a good job, then that's what you'll see. If you believe that eating beef is healthy for you, then you'll see evidence that supports that point of view. If you're vegan and you believe that beef is bad for you, you'll see the evidence to support that point of view. I'm probably not telling you anything new, but there's a link between this idea and economic survival. Customers increasingly want to work with businesses who deliver the values of price and convenience but also those who contribute outside the transaction in a societal way. Tom's Shoes is a company that exemplifies this kind of impact. They invented the buy a pair, give a pair model, and to date they've given away almost 100 million pairs of shoes to people in need. Last week at the World Economic Forum in Davos, the CEO of Walmart spoke very eloquently about how some of these societal factors are influencing consumer choices. Walmart is starting to look at vegan products and are catering to consumers who match the values alignment with those products. The big question is, what kinds of businesses are going to be successful in the next decade? Those that are local and only compete on a local basis will continue to do well provided, of course, they deliver quality product and good value to customers. Increasingly, they need to cater to their values, not just deliver the product. Some people will order a cup of coffee just because it tastes good. Others will only order from a coffee shop that advertises fair trade coffee. Commodity businesses are those that compete on a global basis where scale, convenience, and lowest cost are the overriding factors. That's the world of commodity. When the value is unclear, the discussion always degenerates to price. Price wins in the world of commodity. The airline industry is a commodity business. Of course, it's expected the airline will get you to the destination safely and on time. No travelers that I know make their choice of airline based on safety record. The differentiation between the companies has nothing to do with the air travel, even if that's the service that's being delivered. Many leisure travelers make their decision largely based on price. If the price is comparable, then maybe the differentiation might be on loyalty points, which, by the way, is another form of price competition, just packaged differently. And then after that comes the experience. What was the food that they served you? Are the seats comfortable? Do they have a good selection of movies? Or do they have in-flight internet service? In a commodity business, price always wins. So if you're in business, how do you keep from being forced down the path of commodity pricing? If you're a local business and you're competing with commodity pricing, that's a race to the bottom and ultimately you're going to lose. That's why so many local businesses are failing. It's because they're stuck in that no-man's land between the local business and the global commodity business. If the price arbitrage of e-commerce will get you a lower price, price will win over loyalty to local business. Now, you can't get your hair cut online and your dentist had better be local. But if you have a high-ticket item, you can bet that online purchase will be the way to go. Carrying that inventory in the bricks-and-mortar store will almost always lose. I just purchased a dishwasher for a commercial property online. There was no need for the bricks-and-mortar store. If loyalty to a store is going to exist, it requires three things. Number one, it requires repeat business. 
transactions that occur infrequently, such as once in a lifetime or once in a decade, don't typically generate loyalty. That's why wedding dress shops are going out of business. Number two, you need competitive price and service. And number three, you need a connection between the buyer and the seller. Increasingly these days, values alignment is being treated as a proxy for that connection. Could it be that a business that identifies having tea party values will be attractive to that target audience? Perhaps businesses that identify as LGBT friendly will connect with a large segment of the population. Businesses that are explicitly immigrant friendly. If you or your parents are new to the country, then you're part of the immigrant experience. Businesses that speak to you and the immigrant mindset might be more attractive. There's no question that the landscape of business is changing, but the question is, how is it changing? As a real estate investor, you need to know how business is changing because that's the economic engine that ultimately pays for the rent in the buildings you own. Whether you're in the world of multifamily apartments, office, retail, or storage, all of these segments don't survive without a vibrant local economy underpinning the community. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.